Hey, what's up? Facebook, what's up? Instagram. Um, today I'm talking about the number one thing you need um, in order to truly live an optimal plant-based lifestyle. This is a step that I know for certain is often overlooked because it's not something that most people consider before going plant-based and it's not tangible, right? So um, we're gonna talk about it before I get into the number one thing you need to live, to truly live a sustainable plant-based lifestyle. I wanna remind y'all that COVID is still here, okay? And I wanna remind you guys that even if you decided to take the vaccine, even if you have the vaccine in your body right now, you are not 100% shielded. And I wanna remind you that your immune system is still the best defense against anything. And so please, if you haven't already, understand what boosts the immune system and what compromises the immune system. So I just wanna start off by that because I know a lot of us feel armed against COVID because we got the vaccine. Many of you guys already know that's not a surefire um, defense. So please understand that exercise, for example, boosts something called IgA in the body, and that helps to boost the immune system. Understand that things like sugar and dairy compromises the immune system. Stress compromises the immune system. So just a quick um, PSA about that before I get into the topic tonight, because, um, you know, I know there's the country is a little divided with people who vaccinated, not vaccinated. Somebody just inboxed me yesterday, asked me, did I get the vaccine? What do I think about it? Um, I sent her a link to the podcast, my podcast, where I recorded an episode about the vaccine. I sent her a, a link to my FB Live where I talked about um, the vaccine. And so if you guys want that, feel free to DM me and I'll share with you those links where I'm talking about you know, my decision about the vaccine and why. But regardless, whether you got it or not, Listen, there are several things dietarily and lifestyle-wise that compromises the immune system. So even if you have the vaccine, as you guys know, you can still get COVID and you can still die from COVID even with the vaccine. So the best way to give yourself the best shot against those things happening is to do what you should, should naturally be doing to boost and maintain the strength of your immune system, right? Because you can put a vaccine in your body, but if the foundation and the conditions in which you put that thing in isn't optimal, it's not gonna work as well for you as it might for somebody else. So that's just a quick PSA before we get into the topic, right? Putting the vaccine in a healthy system where the immune system is already healthy is very different from putting the vaccine in the body that is already compromised, meaning there's pre-existing conditions, there's um, medications, there's high amounts of stress, there's a lot of sugar in the diet. There's a lot of dairy in the diet. All of those things compromise immunity, okay? So don't think that somebody can just stick a chemical in your arm and that you're automatically guarded. No, there's things you should still be doing to protect your vessel because your immune system is still your number one source of defense against anything, okay? So that's just a quick PSA, but now let's get into the topic. Let's get into the topic, all right? So really quickly, the number one thing you need to start you need to do before starting your plant-based journey. I've been teaching plant-based nutrition for many years and I see people fail or I see people start off, get off to a great start and then uh, essentially they fall off the wagon. Um, they start feeling guilt and shame about not being able to maintain a plant-based lifestyle. Um, and so I want to talk to you today about a couple things that you must absolutely be clear on before adopting a plant-based lifestyle, okay? A couple things you wanna be absolutely clear on before adopting a plant-based lifestyle. So before I get to the number one thing, I'm gonna tell you the prerequisite, okay? Here's the pre prerequisite. The prerequisite, the, the zero, number zero, before we even get to number one, the number zero thing that you need to have before um, starting a successful plant-based lifestyle is you have to know the what. What does that mean? That means what do you want to achieve by adopting and living a whole food plant-based lifestyle? Now, that may seem real basic, like Lisa, I just wanna be healthier, right? But let me explain why this matters and why specificity, that's, I didn't say that right, why being specific <laughs> is truly important, okay? 
ask yourself, by adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, what am I looking to achieve? Because just saying, I wanna be healthier, I wanna feel better, I wanna have more energy, is not enough. You need to be very specific on why you're adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle because that specific reason is gonna determine what kind of plant-based lifestyle you need to live. Now you might be like, what you mean what kind? Isn't there only one kind of plant-based lifestyle? Generally, yes, but when we get into the technicalities of things, no. So I'm gonna give you plenty of examples to make it make sense because y'all know that's my jam, right? Okay, so when you start a plant-based lifestyle, right, if you, you need to say, okay, I'm, I'm doing this to lose weight or I'm doing this to reverse my type 2 diabetes, right? Or I'm doing this to correct my digestive issues. I got stomach issues, you know, gut issues. Every time I eat, I feel nauseous or whatever. I don't digest food properly. So you need to know the what. You need to know specifically what you are trying to achieve by adopting a plant-based lifestyle. Absolutely, no matter what. Let me be very clear. No matter, everybody's reasons are gonna be different and absolutely you're going to be healthier by eliminating animal products, dairy, SOS, salt, oil, and sugar from your diet. But the reason you specifically, it works better when you have a specific reason or a specific target in mind, that determines the nuances of a plant-based lifestyle. So let me be more specific here. So let's say you say, Lise, I wanna join your farm to table program and I'm signing up because I wanna utilize a whole food plant-based lifestyle in order to reverse my type two diabetes, right? Now, somebody else might say, Lise, I want to go plant-based because I have heart disease, okay? Somebody else might say, Lise, I wanna go plant-based because I want to lose weight, okay? So everybody's what is different. Again, your what is what you're trying to achieve by going plant-based. Now, the reason this is so important is because somebody who is trying to lose weight on a plant-based diet, even though everybody's eating plant-based foods, they may need to eat a plant-based diet that's lower in starch, right? So bread, pasta, rice, and potatoes. All of those things can be healthy if you do them right. All of those things, you know, are not bad. Starch is not a bad thing. But somebody who's trying to lose weight is very different right, from somebody else who's potentially trying to reverse heart disease. Let's say, you know, somebody comes in, they want to go plant-based because they want to reverse heart disease. For them, they might need to start their plant-based journey, not worrying about the starch, but they need to start their plant-based journey and, and start off from day one eliminating oil. Why? Because oil destroys what's called the endothelial cells, the lining of the arteries. So someone with heart disease already has compromised arteries. Whereas the person who's just trying to lose weight, they can, they can maybe keep a little oil in their diet in the beginning, even though our goal is to eventually get rid of it for everybody. But where you start determines is determined by your what. Somebody who's trying to reverse type 2 diabetes with a plant-based diet, the main culprit with type 2 diabetes is saturated fat. So while you're going to automatically eliminate a lot of saturated fat by eliminating, eliminating animal products, there's plant-based foods that have a lot of saturated fats, like your tropical oils, like palm oil or coconut oil. You see what I'm saying? So everybody's plant-based diet might need to start off looking a little different depending on your what. So this is zero. This is not the number one thing you need to start your plant-based journey. This is your prerequisite. So if you've already started, if you're considering starting it, that's the first thing I want you to determine. Ask yourself, what am I trying to achieve by adopting a whole food plant-based diet? Because that will determine where you need to start. Because all just because something is plant-based, just because something is labeled as vegan doesn't make it healthy. And depending on our individual goals, this vegan food might not be good for me, whereas it can be great for somebody else. Let's give another example. Somebody who has digestive issues, for example, stomach issues, right? Maybe they got something like IBS or diverticulitis or something like that. They would, would start a plant-based journey with lower fiber, or not lower fiber, but um, eating the fiber in a more um, in a in a way that's more soft and not as 
um, harsh on their stomach, meaning they will be better off consuming their fiber, fiber liquefied and like a green juice or a green smoothie as opposed to eating whole salads every day because their gut is not ready for that quick influx of fiber. Do you get what I'm saying? So everybody needs to be eating plants, but if you're um, adopting a plant-based diet in order to reverse digestive issues, but this person over here is adopting a plant-based diet in order to lower blood sugar, they need to be chewing the plants every day, but maybe you need to be drinking them every day, okay? So that's number one. Now, number zero. Number zero is what do you want to achieve by adopting a whole food plant-based diet? That's your prerequisite. And if you're already on this journey and you find yourself going through peaks and valleys and find yourself, you know, kind of falling off, coming back, getting confused, not knowing what to eat, getting frustrated, there's never anything for you to eat, you don't know where to dine out at, you don't know how to cook, you don't know, you don't have recipes, you feel like you're hungry all the time, right? Just go back to step zero. Let's just go back to the drawing board and ask yourself, why did I decide to start doing this in the first place, right? So what was I looking to achieve, all right? So that's number one. Now, what you may not know, because if you've, made, if you've never asked yourself this question before, you might say, okay, at least I don't know the science good enough to say, I want to reverse my type 2 diabetes. I had no idea that saturated fat was a thing I should be focused on, right? Now that's when we start figuring out what, who or what program you need to be in or what type of coach you need to get to help you through the plant-based journey, right? So, but the first thing is when you're searching for a coach, when you're searching for a program, when you're searching for a book, when you're searching for a conference or however you're going to gather your information, going in with your what will be helpful because then you can find support groups or programs that are plant-based for diabetics, plant-based for weight loss, plant-based to reverse heart disease. You get what I'm saying? Right? Or go to a coach. You'd be like, Lisa, I'm, I want to go in front of the table. Here's what I'm looking to achieve. I'll say, okay got it right and that's how, how we'll work with you in the program knowing that your goal is specifically for you know to address this autoimmune disease you have so the the zero step before we even get to number one step zero is what what do you want to achieve by adopting a whole food plant-based diet just being healthy healthier is everybody's goal is everybody's goal we all want to be healthier but what's the first, second, and third steps you need to take will be determined by what you're specifically trying to achieve. Now, the how is none of your business, okay? Because we already know when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, right? When you've expressed a level of, when not when you've expressed, when you've demonstrated, let's correct that. Please correct that. Not express. Express is verbal. Demonstration is physical action. So once you've demonstrated a level of readiness, once you've demonstrated a level of readiness, the next step or the next resource will be revealed to you, okay? So figure out your what. What do I wanna achieve by adopting a whole food plant-based diet? Then, once you've demonstrated a level of readiness, right, when a student is ready, the teacher will appear. If you're one of those people who's like me, you're really cerebral, you're type A, then um, you, you typically like to know all the steps and have the whole plan laid out for you from A to Z before you start. Because if you can't see the whole plan, sometimes you get frustrated or confused because you like to be in control, right? So we're going to have to relinquish some control, get uncomfortable. If it's not your natural default setting to allow things to happen naturally and unfold as they're supposed to, then this is going to be an uncomfortable step for you. But the how is none of your business. First, declaration. What do I want to achieve? Then, demonstration. Demonstrate a level of readiness and the next step will be revealed to you. You get what I'm saying? Right? The next step might be coming in front of the table. The next step might be coming to one of my free, my free first Saturday classes. The next step, we don't know what it is yet. But something is going to come across your path. Your next step will be revealed to you, but you have to know the what first. Okay? Okay. So that's what we want to do. We want to understand why we're adopting a whole food plant-based diet in the, in, the, in the first place. Now, let's get to the number one thing. Let's get to the number one thing you need before starting your plant-based journey. The number zero thing is the what? The number one thing you need before you start your plant-based journey is belief. I'm sorry if you expect it to be juicier than that. But here's what I mean. You need belief that what you want to achieve is available to you. Now, 
The reason this is so important, okay, is because I'm about to I'm about to give y'all give y'all some free curriculum that I haven't even revealed yet. So I'm and next week, literally next Monday, August second. Um, I'm opening up the application for my new plant-based certification. I'm going to be certifying people in plant-based nutrition, okay? It's my new program called The Other 23. And then that program, um, I'm going to be teaching uh, coaches um, or health professionals, whether you be a social worker, a therapist, a personal trainer, right? A, a, a health coach, a yoga instructor, you know, chakras, whatever you do. If you're in a health space, and you know nutrition will help your clients and the people you serve, you know, I'll be certifying in plant-based nutrition and high-level coaching, okay? So in that program, the other 23, I have a curriculum. We're in phase three of the program, we're gonna be working, um, the phase three of the program is um, called Confidence in Coaching. And I'm going to give you my signature method for coaching. It's called the BEST method, B-E-S-T, it's an acronym, okay? So I'm going to re be revealing the best method um, to help people have transformational experiences through your coaching and through your programs. So the B in the best method stands for belief. Your number one, your first job as a coach, your first job as a coach is to instill belief into the people you serve that what they're trying to achieve is possible. Now, this may sound, which, what you may think is like, if they come to me, they already think they can do it. And that's 100% false, all right? So the first thing you need before adopting your plant-based journey is a belief that it's possible. So for example, remember I told you step zero was establishing what you want to achieve by adopting a whole food plant-based diet. Is it type two diabetes? Is it reversing obesity? Is it reversing heart disease, right? Is it getting your cholesterol down? Is it getting your blood pressure down? Is it, you know, putting your autoimmune disease in remission? Is it putting cancer in remission? What do you want to achieve by adopting a whole food plant-based diet? But the next thing you need that's going to determine your level of success on the journey is belief that it's possible. See, what typically happens is, what typically happens is people start you know, maybe looking around and exploring options, but because they've never, they've never seen it happen, because they've only known people in their circle to have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or be obese, or they have a whole, they know a whole bunch of people that have type 2 diabetes, but they don't know a whole bunch of people that was able to reverse it. So they're not sure that it's possible. They're not sure that it's available to them. Now, let me tell you why this is important. When you're not a believer, okay, you will start a process, but you won't execute at a high level because there's a level of doubt there. And so that level of doubt turns into self-sabotage, okay? I've seen it. I've been teaching this for years. I've had hundreds of people go through my pro program, Farm to Table. I'm telling you right now, the, 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 the lack of belief that reversing this condition is available to me, the lack of belief that I can get down to a healthy weight, the lack of belief that I can have a healthy cholesterol, a healthy blood pressure, that I can wake up every day without back pain, without knee pain, without joint pain, the lack of belief, because they've been living with this for so long, the lack of belief is what sabotages the entire process. Now, let me tell you how I can tell the difference between a believer and a non-believer, okay? All right, so, you know, I all I do is teach plant-based nutrition. I slang plants for a living, y'all know that, right? So all I do is I coach, I teach, I speak, right? This is all I do, right? All right, so I get emails, I get DMs, you know, I get messages, I get people raising their hands to ask questions during my talks and my lectures and my classes, okay? So let me tell you how to identify a believer from a non-believer, and this is good for you if you're a coach too, right? So how I can tell whether or not somebody really believes that achieving their health goal is available to them is by the questions they ask, all right? Non-believers want to know, want to explain their specific condition and want to know specifically if this can work for their condition because they feel they're unique, okay? So non-believers will DM me and say, hey, Lisa, have you ever worked with anybody with diverticulitis? You know, have you, have you ever worked with anybody with, with lupus? You know, have you ever worked with anybody with MS, right? And so non-believers want to reach out because they, they've never seen it happen. Can I really feel better on a plant-based diet? Can I really get to a level 
in my condition that's sustainable either put it completely in remission or reverse it or at least get the flare-ups down to a place where I, I i can live a higher quality of life like they've never seen it done they've been in a state of suffering for so long that they believe begin to question the validity right and there's nothing wrong with this okay but because we've all probably done it not even necessarily in the health space let's say you're trying to get your um your finances together right so let's say you're trying to get your finances together and you're about to work with somebody to repair credit right if you're a non-believer you might be like you ever worked with somebody with two evictions and some repossessions and some bankruptcy on their credit you're a non-believer and that's okay right because but let me tell you what believers want to know so non-believers right a non-believer wants to know if this can work for their specific condition they haven't they haven't seen anything to the contrary and so they need you to convince them right but a believer <laughs> when a when i'm like hey guys you know enrollment is open for firm to table enrollment is open for the other 23 you know i'm taking clients whatever i'm taking new students all a believer wants to know is the logistics a believer wants to know the cost let me let me check it can I, is it can I afford it a believer wants to know the day and time the schedule a believer wants to know how long the program is the believer ain't worried about nothing but the logistics how much when is it how long I gotta be there you know what I mean like what do I need do you provide all the materials or do I need to go buy something else is there gonna be an additional investment I gotta make or does this cost include everything else Somebody who truly believes that a whole food plant-based diet can get me to where I need to be health-wise does not need questions answered about their specific condition. They've already become a believer. All they need are the logistics. That's it. So listen, the reason it is so important to have the belief before you start your plant-based journey is because you will inevitably self-sabotage from your lack of belief. So let me tell you what I mean. So usually people who are not believers, right? They question the process. So they trick you into thinking that they are a believer because they show up and they sign up and they might even pay. But then once they get in the program, they're too afraid to relinquish control. And so they begin to question the process or try and, um, try and jump around the process like try not to do all the steps like, why i gotta log my food least like is that necessary i'm busy i gotta work i gotta log my food every day do i gotta eat 30 grams of fiber every day they don't surrender to the process okay now that's not really that's really what i call a half-ass believer right so you got non-believers half-ass believers and then you got believers all right so listen the, the, the again number zero step zero you need is what what do i want to achieve by adopting a whole food plant-based diet once you're clear on that okay i want to reverse type 2 diabetes that's what i want to achieve by adopting a whole food plant-based diet i want to get my a1c down to 5.6 5.5 right that's what i want now the next step the number one thing you need is a belief that it's possible right is now before I tell you how to get the belief, because a lot of us don't have it because we haven't seen it done. We don't have evidence. And so we don't have the belief. We don't have the confidence because we don't have the evidence. But let me tell you, let me tell you why most of us are non-believers. Most of us have been robbed of our belief. Most of us have been stripped of our belief. Most of us have literally been stripped of our belief by somebody we trust, right? So not just like a random person on the street who doesn't have any credibility or relationship, most of us have been robbed of our belief by people we trust. Prime example, your healthcare provider, your doctor, many people of color, right, have been told by their healthcare provider that, hey, type 2 diabetes runs in your family, honey. High blood pressure runs in your family. Obesity runs in your family. And so when somebody tells them it runs in their family, essentially what the, what the recipient, what the patient hears is, this is in my DNA, right? This, this is the way it was written. These are the cards I was dealt. And so because it's in my DNA, right, healing is not available to me. It's in my DNA. Like, this is the cards I was dealt. It's not something I did. It's something that God gave me. He put this in my, in my family. Like, cause, and, and I believe the doctor because I've seen that with everybody in my family. This is what the patient is thinking, right? And so the patient has been stripped and robbed of their belief 
that they can reverse type 2 diabetes or reverse high blood pressure or reverse this autoimmune disease because the doctor has told them your you know you were predisposed like you this was this pretty much built into your dna okay and so when that happens when you're told by that and the doctor's like listen here's the medications right that or here's the procedure we can try but it runs in your family you have a family history of this and therefore you know chances of complete reversal or remission are slim to none okay that is literally stripping and robbing somebody of their belief that optimal health is available right who else strips us of this belief family and only just because family doesn't know any better it's not a malicious act right these doctors and family and and close friends are not malicious people they're not intentionally trying to strip people of their hope but they don't know they don't know any better the doctor hasn't been trained in and and lifestyle modifications and in nutrition they know the pills and powders and procedures right they don't know the power of plants right and so this is what happens okay this is what happens right and so it's really important it's really really important to understand that once you've been stripped of your belief once you've been stripped it's you have to work extra hard to get it back all right once you've been stripped of your belief you have to work extra hard to get it back like 10 times hard because you've been told by somebody you trust You've been told by somebody who's been deemed as the expert, i.e., you know, a, a medically trained physician. You've been told by your parents, listen, your grandma had it, it, it your, your uncles had it, it runs in our family, baby. So here's what you can do to manage it. Here's what, here's what you can do to live with the disease. But the conversation about reversal is not even on the table. We all had it. Or we're all big look at us right nobody's at a healthy weight listen here's what you some things you can try but we just a big family we're a big bone family right and so we we people that are close to us typically strips us strips us of our belief all right and so I'm not mad at non-believers it's just like being I'm I'm, I'm gonna be the first multi-millionaire uh, entrepreneur in my family right and so you can understand why I, I might at one point hadn't believed that it was possible for me to do it. I've never seen it done. I've never seen anybody work for themselves completely. There's people in my in my family who are like independent contractors and they, they make their own, own money based on the sales they make and things like that. But as far as just being full-time entrepreneurs with a company that they started and growing it to be a multi-million dollar brand, I haven't seen that in my family. So many of us are like this, right? It might not be in your health. It could be in what area whatever area it is in your finances in your career in your health whatever overcoming addiction overcoming mental health issues look like listen my mom suffered from depression you know my sister suffers from depression so i suffer so if we've never seen it not happen i can understand why we're not believers like i don't know if this is available to me because i've never seen it happen i've never had it done and so um, you, you get stripped of your belief and even though you may dibble and dabble into possible solutions, you don't lean full, you don't lean fully into those processes and those possible solutions because you've, you're still not 100% sure. You don't have evidence to the contrary. All right. So you were robbed, right? And that's okay. That's okay. So here's the thing, right? I mentioned earlier the only thing worse than a believer, a, a, a non-believer, is a half-ass believer. Because <laughs> here's what happens when we get students in farm to table who, um, you know, who are half-ass believers. That means they believe enough to sign up, but they don't believe enough to trust the process. And so they get in and they don't go full out. They don't. They, they don't give it everything they they got. Right? They don't give it everything they have. Because they're, they're not even sure this will really work. But have you ever been in a position where you believed fully into what you were about to pursue was going to work? Have you ever tried to do something and you started from day one without a single doubt in your mind? A single doubt. Like this is, this is also a step in, in manifestation. Like have you ever wanted to go after something and you set out on a journey to achieve it? And you started with zero doubt 
Like that's a game changer. It, you know, I, I've recently started doing this. I've been able to manifest so many things. Like the place I live in right now, like my dream loft. I love it, right? Um, when I, I, I drove down the street looking at this building years ago, like I want to live in that building, right? Fast forward many, many, many years later, right? And my, it was time for me to move. I'm searching for a place, right? And I started looking at places in this building. This is a building. These are, they're, I guess they're considered condos because many of them are individually owned. Some people own there, some people rent. And I found the unit I wanted to look at online on the website. You know, I reached out to the real estate agent for him to come and show me the place. And I didn't look at anything else. I started the process of getting into this loft with zero doubt. I don't need to explore options. I don't, my, my lease where I was staying was coming up, was about to end. So I was like crunching time. I didn't have like the luxury of months to shop around. You know, I, my lease was about to end. And so some people might be like, let me look at a couple places so I can have, you know, in case one falls through, I can have some other options. Not me. I looked at this place and I said, I want it, which send me the paperwork. How do I start the process? Can I put some money in escrow? Like, what do we need to start? I didn't go anywhere else. I didn't ask him to show me anything else. I didn't explore anything else. He showed me this unit and I had zero doubt. He's like, is other people looking at it? Blah, blah, blah. That's cool. They can look, but I'm moving in. It is what it is. So have you ever started a process with zero doubt? Because when you start a process with zero doubt, meaning you're a hundred percent believer that this is going to work for me and do exactly what I wanted to do and it's going to manifest and turn out the exact way that I want it to turn out. You go through the process completely different completely different and so if you're starting on your plant-based journey and you have things that you want to achieve by you know changing your diet changing your lifestyle all of these things but you're not a hundred percent sold on whether or not they'll work i can promise you you're not consciously sabotaging the journey you're subconsciously doing things that demonstrates that you're not all in i can guarantee I can guarantee you're subconsciously doing things that demonstrates that you don't quite believe just yet that this is going to completely work, right? You have a plan B or C. Like, ah, you know, I still keep um, the weight loss surgery or the lipo or whatever on the table, right? I'm not going to lose my, the number to, to this or to that. Like, there's other things that you're not quite letting go or you're challenging the process as you're attempting to go through it. You're questioning everything because you're not a full believer, right? You're like, oh, maybe I can just keep some fish. Yeah, I'm not going to lean fully into this process because, you know, it might not work anyway. So I'm not going to try it fully and completely. So if you're a coach, let me tell you something, right? Um, when I open up my certification into the other 23 next week on August 2nd, when I open up the application, and the application for the fall semester of Farm to Table and for my new certification program, the other 23 are opening on the same day, August 20, August 2nd. Um, so in the other 23, I'm going to be working with health professionals and health coaches, right, to certify them in plant-based nutrition and in my signature method of coaching. And let me tell you, if you're a coach and you're listening to this or if you're an aspiring coach or if you're a health professional, you might be a therapist, right, you might be a nurse, you might be a doctor, um, you know, you might be a fitness instructor, somebody who, you know, who uses nutrition to help your clients and your students get to where they want to go. Your job is to instill belief. Okay. And you do this by giving your students evidence, right? In order to give your students evidence, you have to have receipts, right? Um, but if you're a coach, do not skip this step. Do not assume that just because somebody signs up with you, do not assume that just because they pay you, they seek you out, that they're all ready to do the work or they're all ready to, you know, surrender to your process. Not necessarily, right? That means they, are, they, may, they might go that far to sign up with you and show up to class, but they might be a half-assed believer, meaning, you know, they're not going to lean fully into the process because there's still some doubt. They've been robbed. They've been stripped of their belief by somebody they trusted in their life. And so now... You know, you as the coach have to come in and first and foremost reestablish a level of belief for them and then y'all can get to work. OK, so listen, if you're a student, your job is to go play where believers play. 
Your job is to go dwell where believers dwell. Your job is to go seek out the people who've achieved what you're looking to achieve, right? Where can you find people who've been able to, you know, reverse their type 2 diabetes or lose weight successfully and keep it off on a whole food plant-based diet? Where can you go and find people who've been able to eliminate their chronic pain, eliminate their chronic fatigue, get rid of headaches, get rid of constipation, right? Have more energy by adopting a whole food plant-based diet. Where do they play at? Where do they live at? Where do they talk? You know, get in those conversations, get in those spaces. What classes are they going to? What books are they reading, right? You know, that's where, that's because that's how you start to become a believer, right? Because somebody has stripped you of your hope. Somebody has stripped you of your imagination. You're no longer even imagining what it will look like and feel like to be free of this chronic health challenge. You're no longer even picturing that or imagining that, right? You are such a non-believer that at this point, you're imagining you know, how you can manage the, the pain just a little bit on a daily basis to get through your day. You're not imagining being completely free of this thing, of the suffering. Okay, so you as a student need to go be where believers are so you can be in that ecosystem so that you can start becoming a believer. And again, when the student is ready, the teacher will, will appear. So when it's time for you to be in the coaching program, when it's time to you, for you to invest in a process or a curriculum or a community, you can lean fully into it because you already have evidence that it's possible. You already have evidence that it's possible. So it's going to be really important that you do that ahead of time, right? Work on becoming a believer if you're a non-believer or if you're a half-assed believer, all right? That's what you want to do, right? Because as you're going through the process, your skepticism is going to be reflected in your behavior, okay? Your skepticism is going to be reflected in your behavior. Um, so the next, the, the final thing, the final thing I want to share um, if you're a coach, um, one of the ways that you begin to help people believe that what you're trying to help them achieve is possible, you know, is working with them, not just in the beginning in the process, but throughout the entire process to continue to give them evidence, um, to, to continue to make sure that they understand that or that, that you set up the process in a way where you can identify their blind spots and their pitfalls, right? Like for example, in Farm to Table, you know, um, the first week is detox week, right? And usually that's when people get like the most fearful and the most doubt whether or not they can do this. Cause we're like, no sugar, you know, no oil, you know, you can't drink anything but water or herbal tea, unsweetened. You know, this is what you're eating. This is what you're not eating. And so there, people are coming face-to-face -face with their addictions. They're coming face-to-face -face with their food dependencies. They're coming face-to-face -face with their emotional eating habits, um, their dysfunctional stress management habits, right? And they're coming. And so when you build out your process and your program as a coach, you must make sure you have built into your process and your program um, milestones that, or, or tough patches that you can, you expect your students or your clients to get to so that you can hold their hand through it. Right? So we bring in guest speakers. We bring in alumni who have graduated from the program. You know, we, we, we share a bunch of testimonials on the pet, on the website throughout the process, right? Just evidence, right? Evidence. When I send out emails, I share you know, um, testimonials that other students have shared and written. I invite these people to our first Saturday classes and I interview them live so they can tell their own story, right? So I'm always providing evidence as often as possible to my audience that this is possible. With my own personal story, listen, I've lost over 60 pounds. I've been able to keep it off. Here's what a plant-based diet has done for me. I've been able to maintain it for many years. But at some point, I began to lose credibility because I'm the expert and people you know, tend to see the expert as the unicorn. So they need to hear what people that they feel like are you know, where they are right now. And so I bring in those people too, right? And I, and I get that. So as a coach, instill belief. As a student, go play where the believers are playing. That's going to be super important. And I personally had to do this. So I'm not mad at non-believers because I personally had to do this, right? I, there's, a certain, um, there's certain things I wanted to achieve in my business. So I literally spent thousands of dollars to go be in a room of believers. So people who have already done or who are in the process of doing what I wanted to achieve, right? 
And now, you know, every two weeks I'm on um, a call with them and I'm, we're all working through the same process. And the more I listen to their stories, listen to their questions, the more, you know, people share, the more I share, the more a, a brand new thought process, belief system is embedded into my mind. Right. And so now all I care is about the is the logistics. I no longer have to wonder, can I even do this? Right. Because when you're stuck on, can I even do this? You can't fully lean into the process of getting it done. So you have to get through the is this even available to me? Is this possible? Can I do this? Can I really build a multi-million dollar company? you know, helping to extend the life expectancy of people of color, utilizing a whole food plant-based lifestyle, right? Can I really impact their offspring? Can I change their, their, can I help them break their generational curses, right? Like, is this possible, right? And every time I complete a semester of Farm to Table, my belief just grows and grows when somebody says, I put this room in remission. I no longer have this. I got my grandbabies and my kids and my husband doing this now and they feel better. I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, right? So I no longer have to spend time on, is this possible? Can I do it? And I can spend all my time on the process of actually doing it. But when you operate from a place of doubt, that lack of belief is going to handicap your productivity the lack of belief is going to handicap your productivity all right so step zero what what do i want to achieve by adopting a plant-based diet you need to be specific here because your plant-based diet might need to look different from somebody else's plant-based diet because y'all what is different okay the number one thing so after step zero after you get that prerequisite out of the way Step Z, step number number one reason, number one thing you need to do is work on believing that it's possible. You get you get that by going where believers are, getting um, attaching, getting in those communities, getting in, consuming free content, investing in you know content that costs whatever it is, whatever level you are on. Maybe right now you just want to gather information, so you go to I don't know YouTube videos, you buy books, you attend conferences. You know, you come to my first Saturday class, you listen to my podcast, you come spend time here on Facebook or IG Live and listen to me. That's just consuming free content and hearing things in a different way, right? And then when you're ready, you'll invest in the next level. Okay, I'm ready to buy a recipe book now. I'm, I'm ready to spend, you know, a, a couple hundred bucks at, to attend a conference or something and learn more about this, right? All right, all right. Now I'm ready to invest in a program. It can be levels to it. It's okay because you're working on becoming a believer, but once you start investing, when, you, when you're ready to invest at a high level with an actual process and a curriculum that's been laid out for you, try and have as much belief as possible so that you can start off with zero doubt. When I tell you I, every single thing I've manifested in my life that I wanted, this home, the success of my business, you know, my relationships, all of this started out with zero doubt. Zero doubt. I was already a believer before I started the process. There was zero doubt. So being a 100% believer instead of a half-assed believer, your steps hit different. Oh, your steps hit different, right? You take, the, you take the steps to achieve the thing very differently when you have zero doubt. Because you don't waste your time on the plan B. You don't waste your time thinking about alternatives. You don't waste your time entertaining other options. This is the one. I'm already a believer. When, like I told you, when believers come to me, they're like, Lisa, I see you um, opening up Farm the Table next week. Um, how much is it? What day is it on? How long is it? What do we get? What, what do we get when we finish? Do I get a certificate? They're they not asking me about the curriculum. They're not saying, they're not trying to, you know, ask me a long, drawn-out question and tell me about their specific condition to see if I can. They're like, I'm already a believer, Lisa. I've been watching you for years. I've been coming to your first Saturday class for years. I've been listening to your podcast for years. I already got your recipe book. I already, uh, I took the challenge you did last year. I invested in, you know, Farm Table Digital. I'm already a believer. All oh, believers, boy, they perform the best. Because they're so ready for the process. Let me tell you something. When you're 100% believer, not, long, not only do you not question whether or not it's possible, you surrender to the process. Surrendering to the process 
game changer. Most people, they, they believe enough to invest in the process, but they don't believe enough to trust the process. So they'll pay for the program, they'll pay for the coach, but they won't necessarily do it in the way in which it's laid out for them because they don't believe in, they don't trust enough in the process, right? And so sometimes they have to continue to get the belief along the way before they finally surrender to the process. So they might lose another six months to a year, two years, right? Fumbling because they didn't, they, they came in with so much doubt that they got to work through that before they're willing to fully surrender to a process and really uh, get it done, right? Like, okay, I've been working on this plant-based thing for, you know, six months, eight months, Lisa, you know, I've been, I went vegan a year ago. Now I'm really ready to do, I'm really ready to finally give up my sugar. I'm really ready to do what you say and drink the water and eat the fiber and read the labels and, and, and do this, lower my tolerance for failure. And I'm really ready to do it now. I'm a believer now. I'm like, all right, well, let's get to work. So the amount of time it takes you to become a believer is typically, um, going to be reflective of the amount of time it takes you to achieve your goal. But that's the number one thing you need um, to be successful on a plant-based diet is belief that what you're trying to achieve, the what is available to you, and then you can surrender to the process. You can stop questioning and thinking that your situation is so unique that you know it may not work for you. And don't get me wrong, there's some outliers, but there aren't many. Right now, don't get me wrong. Everybody is unique in their own certain way. And I understand people who want to explain their specific situation. But once a credible coach or, you know, a credible expert tells you, yes, this can work for that. It's time to surrender. So there's nothing wrong with asking it the question. It's just at what point are you going to become a believer of the answer that you're given? Okay. And so that's what's important. That's what's important. So I really hope this helped and i and and if you haven't established your what because people let's say people who want to uh like why do i want to go plant-based oh compassion for the earth climate change you know um protecting the animals you know i don't want animals slaughtered for my for my consumption i don't want to wear animals you know i don't want to eat them i don't want to destroy the earth by and so i want to go plant-based for that reason their plant-based diet is going to look different than somebody who's trying to go plant-based to reverse heart disease so it's going to look different than somebody who's trying to go plant-based to put their breast cancer in remission for the second time it's going to look different for somebody who is trying to you know go plant-based in order to uh lose enough weight because they got to give a kidney to somebody they love it that looks different Going plant-based to say to animals and going plant-based because you need to give a kidney to save somebody is different. So the what is so important. Don't just say I want to be healthier thinking that there's only one way to do plant-based, right? I can tell you the optimal end goal of a plant-based diet, but where you start is going to be, be determined by your what, right? And so have that what and then work on the belief and then surrender to the process right? Surrender to the process. Do not try and control everything. Once you've invested in a coach or a program, once you come into Farm to Table, when you come into my certification, the other 23, surrender to the process and do the work. You can only do that if you come in with zero doubt and not a plan B. Stop trying to still get sugar. Okay, what if I, Lisa, what if I, what if I eat all the fiber, drink all the water, you know, then can I maybe have, you know, this with the sweetener? Stop trying to no, we're not going to compromise here. We're not going to go back and forth. Okay, okay, maybe if I do everything you say, let me just have one day a week where I have some, where I have some meat, where I have some. We're not, we're not, no. No, you haven't earned that luxury. You're not on that step yet where you've mastered the rules so well that you get to break them. You need to go through the process. You need to surrender to the process and see what it's like to be full on immersed in the process. Pete, why do y'all come in to the process trying to compromise on the process before you've even done it? Where they do that at? You don't get to, you know what I mean? You don't get to skip a, a step that you ain't even completed. No, go through the entire thing as it's laid out for you. You've already you know, decided that you trust this culture, you trust this process. You already said you trust Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey got a lot of credibility. He got a lot of testimonies. He got a lot of people that have followed his plan to achieve financial freedom. So when they surrender to that plan, Dave Ramsey says, step one, put $1,000 in the emergency fund. 
right? Pay off the credit cards. Now, if you don't like his process, there's many other people and experts who teach financial freedom and have a whole different process. But once you've decided that you're going to follow Dave Ramsey, follow Dave Ramsey. Do the process. Surrender to it. Can I really achieve financial freedom by doing it this way? Let's find out. Come into it with zero doubt and 100% belief. Trust the process. Go through it. And let's try things that way this time. Let's try things that way as opposed to you know, coming in and wanting to jump all around the process and only do the steps that are convenient for you. I don't want to log my food every day, Lisa. I didn't promise you convenience. I promised you results. I didn't promise you convenience. I promised you results, right? So in this process, you've decided firm the table was the process you wanted to invest in. In this process, we log everything we eat and drink and we log all of our exercise. It's our process. We did not set the process up for convenience. We set the process up for results. All right? So surrender to it. Okay? So listen, I don't know when you listen into this replay, all right? But my fall semester of Farm to Table for uh, fall 2021, uh, application is opening on August 2nd to wait listers. The, the general application is open to the general public on August 4th, August 2nd for wait listers. If you're a coach, or if you're a health professional, like a, a nurse or a fitness trainer or a counselor, a therapist, a mental health specialist, a social worker, somebody who you know, you know, nutrition is going to help the health outcomes of the people you serve, then you might want to look into getting into the other 23. You know, Farm to Table is more for personal health transformation. The other 23 is to literally get certified by me in plant-based nutrition. Um, and in coaching, I'm telling you, it's a three-phase program. We, we focus on three key areas in the other 23, which is mastery, integrity, and confidence. Um, and then we focus on three key areas in Farm to Table, um, which is confidence, quality of life, and contribution to society. So check those out. You know, um, you can go to lisaangelsmith.com forward slash apply and um, see which track may be right for you, right? Um, see what track, or you can continue to consume free content until you feel like you're ready to take that next step, whatever, but get immersed in an ecosystem where, you know, you can start hearing things that's gonna switch your mindset, set, switch your belief system, um, and help you get to a place where you're mentally ready to literally do the work that needs to be done to achieve the thing you want to achieve, okay? That's the job. That's the assignment. That's the homework, all right? So I hope this was helpful. Go out and be absolutely amazing. Go out and be great, okay? And I hope to see you in an upcoming program or live. Please share this with somebody who needs to hear it. Um, click like, click share. Put some hearts on this video if you're watching the replay on social media. Um, and, you know, share it with somebody who needs to hear it. You know, hey, maybe this is what has been you know, holding up your journey. I know you've been trying to be on this vegan plant-based thing for a while. Listen to this and see if anything resonates with you. You know, share the, share the health, share the wealth, right? And tell somebody to come get this health, okay? Until next time, y'all, peace out.